Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Develop Your Potential. I'm your host, Panji Sunday and Jennifer Mary. Welcome to our new segment of our podcast, Develop Your Potential. Uh, so we're starting a new series. Basically, we're going to talk about health and then basically try to cover as much as we can. So the first thing I just want to cover up is just kind of the idea of what health is. I think a lot of times when we say health, a lot of people think about either sickness or how many six pack you have or how good looking you're looking in the in the weight room. Um, but I would just kind of want to share with us the definition of uh, what health means. There's more to it than just having a six pack and not having any sickness. Um, Health really is a state of complete uh, physical, mental, and social well-being. Uh, It's not just about the absence of diseases. So for us, really, we're looking at, you know, there's a whole variety of categories that we can go in. But for today, I'll kind of give you an idea of what our series is going to look like. Today, we're going to try to cover the idea of the physical, uh, the physical side of things. And then hopefully down the road, we cover mental, spiritual emotional, and then financial health. Uh, those all impact our uh, mental being, and it helps us stay in tune with what we're trying to achieve. But um, we're just going to get started here. Jenny, what do you think, you know, what do you see the misconception of when you people talk about health? What do you see that people kind of, th- the way people think about it? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times people can just go by what they look like on the outside like looking healthy but it's really health is something that's from the inside out and so it's having full well-being having energy to be alert at work and perform your best be able to come home and be able to have the energy for your family your spouse your kids um, just that quality of life Um, and obviously being physically fit is awesome because it does give you and help you with that energy and what we're putting in our body, the nutrition that we take in is either feeding our disease or it's promoting health in ourselves. And so really um, taking that time to reflect, to see, okay, what is my current state of health and how do I want to move forward to grow, to optimize that in the future? Awesome. Yeah, I mean, definitely. That's something that I think a lot of us, do we like to look from the outside? We don't look inside before we you know, try to make sure that we're in the right place. So just kind of moving on on the same topic, which we'll throughout this segment. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how much, you know, sleep can affect um, us when we when we stay up all night and then try to function during the day? Yeah, absolutely. So when we're not getting our seven to nine hours of sleep and every person varies, some people do better with seven, some people do better with nine. So kind of learning your personal body. But if you're starving yourself of sleep, you're not going to be able to function very well throughout the day. So your brain is going to be foggy. You're going to, you know, you might try to perform a task at work and you're not going to be able to function as high as you're supposed to. Um, Or even when you get home from work, you're going to maybe be more angry with your family or just not have that state of peace and calm because of that sleep deprivation. So really making sure that our sleep is quality and sound and there is 
a ton of ways that you can improve that sleep. So um, but it might be just shutting down an hour before you go to bed, not having electronics on or blue light on, um, just even letting that unwind your mind. Don't read or focus on something too mind stirring right before bed because that can cause your to not be able to sleep and just kind of going into that state of rest that's going to give you a calm, restful sleep so that you can have energy and mental clarity to function well throughout the day. Absolutely. I think for me, the word that I try to use is solitude, finding that peace and just finding the time to just kind of calm down. It's like, you know, for me personally, I'm a, I'm a coach, so it's like my cool down and just find a time to be silent and be quiet before going to bed. I think one of the biggest one is nutrition. Um, that one is uh, a lot of us, all of us struggle with. Um, so if you can elaborate on, you know, how much nutrition plays a factor and not just really eating all the greens and the yellows and the reds, but really understanding the timing of when you eat. Yeah, absolutely. So nutrition is key in almost everything because we are what we eat. What we're putting in our body is going to affect our quality of sleep. It's going to affect our energy. It's going to affect our mood, everything. Um, and so timing-wise, it's so good to eat every couple hours, so every two to three hours, just to keep your blood sugars level. And you're gonna to wanna to kind of think about what are you putting into your body. So if you eat just a bunch of carbs, say you start your day with a big bowl of sugary cereal, you're going to crash very quickly. And so having a very balanced diet of protein, fats, carbs, and then making sure that you're fueling every couple hours just to keep that, that blood sugar regulated so that you have energy sustained throughout the entire day um, versus those ups and downs and getting that 2.30 crash midday. So really keeping that very balanced. Awesome. Yeah, I know that's 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 a big one that a lot of people struggle with, you know, uh, and the crazy thing is, which will be, this will be a great segue into, you know, the physical aspect of, you know, when people exercise. But I think a lot of people think that, oh, I can eat this, I can eat this, and then I can go work out for 90 minutes. So if you can help people understand um, that, you know, just because you eat bad and you go to the gym and you work out for like 90 minutes, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're burning all that out. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of taking a step back. So if you can help us understand that working out 90 minutes doesn't necessarily save you from eating 20 slices of pizza um you know doing things like that oh absolutely coming from a girl who has overcome exercise bulimia which means that i used to almost binge eat and then have to work out a million hours to try to burn that off um nutrition and being healthy absolutely comes from what we're putting in our body and we can't out exercise a bad diet so um, we want to really focus on whatever our goals are in the gym or fitness-wise. We want to take our diet to match that. So somebody that's wanting to run a marathon is going to look quite different than somebody that's trying to lose some weight. And so I think you have to really tune it in to exactly what your goals are. Um, but the biggest
biggest thing with exercise and nutrition, we all know what's healthy and what's not. We all know that we should work out. Um, that's not really the issue. We know what to do. We know chocolate cake is probably not going to help us get to our goals. However, we have to find that deeper motivation to why we even want to be healthy, what that looks like for us, and who we are becoming when we are that person. So until we can get that why factor down, it's all going to just be information that you might do for a week or two, but then you'll probably stop because that motivation will die off. Um, but once you can dig deeper to, okay, what does my healthiest self look like? And it has to be from you. Like it has to be very individualized because for one person it might be I can get up and play with my grandkids and for one person it might be I'm a an Olympic athlete <laughs> athlete so you have to really tailor it to what fits your needs um, but one thing I like to tell my clients is once you see who you're becoming as your healthiest self whether that's how you're eating what kind of workouts you're doing how you're sleeping to really truly identify yourself as that person. Like I am the type of person that works out four days a week. I am the type of person that eats to fuel my body. Like I am the type of person that gets sound quality sleep every night. And then your habits will start to play off of that because you see yourself as that kind of person. Yeah, I mean like that's, that's, that's really huge because I think a lot of people kind of have a misconception on the idea of okay if i eat this and i go out and i work out that means it's out of my system which is mm -hmm. yeah some of it might be out of your system but you still have a whole lot left in your body that will affect your growth so on, on, on the same note what is your thought on um this idea of cheat day because to me i just see it as an excuse to eat uh something that you're not supposed to eat if you have a goal that you're trying to reach, you should not have a cheat day. It should not a cheat day. It's just an excuse. What's your thought on that? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it depends. I don't think you should have a cheat day where you binge eat for a whole day. Um, but, like, based on your goals, if, let's say, you are going to a birthday party and you decide to go out of your norm and have the cake and ice cream and just enjoy that with friends and family, then go ahead and do that. But it shouldn't have to be like a reward because we don't want to associate rewards with food. Mm. Um, we really want to associate food as just neutral and fuel. Um, and so it's not like, oh, I earned this giant pizza. <laughs> you know, we really want to have that healthy relationship with food. And we also know how addictive food is so when we're eating sugary foods or very high processed carbohydrated foods it is very very addicting in our body so what happens is then we're going to be craving more and so that's where that cheat maybe one thing turns into a binge day um, that's very unhealthy for our body so what we would like is just a very healthy relationship with food where 90% of the time that we're eating for fuel, we're eating for health, and maybe 10% of the time we might have a slice of pizza with a salad. We might have the cake at the birthday party, but finding that balance where it's not I'm either in or out, but we're really developing that healthy relationship with food. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. So how would you kind of advise somebody who is just your, um, your average person, you know, they're not looking to lose weight. They're just looking to be themselves. 
And they enjoy having ice cream. They enjoy having cookies. What would be your advice to them? You know, so that they don't feel like they are being like guarded from eating an ice cream and cookies, but they can still eat it and just kind of enjoy themselves. Yeah, I think it just depends on how you want to feel, <laughs> to be honest, because sugar is going to make you feel sluggish. It just is. So you might have that spike for a little bit from that sugar going into your body, and then you're going to crash down. So um, for my thought processes is always ask yourself before you're eating something, why are you eating it? Is there an emotional void that you're filling? Are you eating it just because it's there and it looks good? Are you bored? Like, is there a reason why you want to eat something that's not going to necessarily fuel your body, but it's going to feed your disease? Um, so it's not like having cookies or ice cream is bad all the time. We just don't want to make it a super common occurrence because we do know it is putting adverse effects into our body. Awesome. So yeah, the theme I'm hearing here, people, is it's a habit. It's a habit that you create. And the moment you start doing it and you're consistent with it, it becomes a part of you. Um, so we just have to be mindful of, you know, what we eat, why we eat it, when do we eat it, do we really need to eat it. Uh, those are questions that we need to ask ourselves. Uh, so, I mean, for, for the rest of the topics that we have, categories we have here is, you know, the idea of rest. The idea of rest, you know, a lot of people who love to go to the gym, um, they go to the gym and then they go, since they do it almost like every day, and for some people who are trying to lose weight, they hit that plateau and they're trying to figure out, okay, why am I not looking a certain way? Why am I not losing the weights? Well, uh, I think part of it is we have to give our bodies time to recover. Just going 24-7 does not help our body um, grow the way it's supposed to. So if you can touch on that, if you have anything to add on the idea of resting um, between your physical activities or just resting, period. Yeah, I mean, having a day of rest is extraordinarily important for your body just to fully recuperate. Um, now, as far as weight loss goes, that is always going to be in the kitchen. I mean, you can burn extra calories in the gym, but weight loss comes from the kitchen 99% of the time. Um, but as far as rest goes, you want your body to go into, like, you want to be at peace. So you don't want to be pushing, pushing, pushing all the time because you're breaking down your muscles. You're breaking down like even your mind. If you can't ever turn your mind off a little bit, it's going to just keep running in these circles and continue to spin. So learning how to just be still, be calm and rest is super, super important to really have full well-being and quality of life in every area. Awesome. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, our last two are your medical self-care and basically other bad habits that you have, unhealthy habits that you have, which is, you know, your smoking um, and how much you drink and all that stuff that could affect your body in many different ways if you're trying to stay healthy. Uh, I know for me personally, the self-care uh, the medical self care part of it, I just kind of I I struggle with that because I haven't gone to the doctor in a long time. But I think for us, at least, I think they recommend going to the hospital at least once a year to get a checkup um, with your doctor, so that you know things are functioning right. You want to know if things are functioning right, um, and that 
basically the unhealthy habits, you know, smoking and all, and many other things that you can add to the list. You know, it's just asking yourself once again, uh, you have a purpose here on earth, and do you want to see yourself achieve that? Uh, do you want to see yourself follow that purpose? You know, when you when, when you look at things from that perspective, it really changes uh, the reason why you do certain things um, that will hinder your health. So, um, do you have anything else to add on this segment today? Yeah, just one more quick thing. I think the biggest thing is always starting with what is your current reality. So, seeing where you're at currently, what habits are you do you have? Where where do you stand in your health? Um, and then kind of go to what goals do you have for the future? What do you want that to look like? Who are you becoming when you are your healthiest and fittest person from the inside out? Um, and see that and have that clear vision. And then you just need to take those baby steps in order to create that full health and well-being. Definitely. And that's a great point. Our life is all a journey. Uh, we can't achieve everything at once, but we have to create a good habit and we have to stay consistent and we have to stay persistent and we don't, we, we're not going to always going to get it right, but, uh, as consistent as we can be, the best we will be. So, uh, thank you for listening. And once again, we'll see you next week. Bye.